Everything okay, Keith? Uh, yes. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we just finished our kind of the conversation leading up to getting into the tracks. So, okay. time your timing is good. Yeah, your timing is good. So I planned it that way. There's <laughs> there is something fucked up that is happening. Like I pull into my, my come back to my house, get out of the car, and I could hear yelling, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And I, you know. Somebody's just, you know, in my neighborhood, just yelling. Oh. And I just, you know, walked down the street just to, to see if I could hear. And he definitely said, help me. Um, and I'm like, uh, what do I do? What do I do? And he's just yelling and yelling and yelling. Now, it's, it's not like right near my house. So I could just hear him yelling from like blocks away. It's just like, uh, shit. And then eventually the the F word about, you know, homosexual men was used. And I was like, hey, well, not helping that guy. No. <laughs> best, best of luck. <laughs> you, know, it's a, you know, most likely I figure it's like, you know, he's probably some guy got dumped and he's right now at his girlfriend's, ex-girlfriend's house. Oh. And yeah. like screaming at her window. And yeah, one way or another, I, I hope... I did not abandon somebody in need, and as much as I'm making jokes about it, uh, we'll find out soon enough. Well, if you need help, it's not a good time to be an asshole. (laughs) Yeah, yes, yes. All right, well. I think that was a quote from Jesus, actually. (laughs) No, it was a quote from Phil Anselmo. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, should we get into the tracks? Come on, Lon. Let's hear you. Whoa, whoa, the tracks. Ooh, did a little remix. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> well, we played a little bit of Mouth for War earlier, but uh, we can continue that one. Yeah. That line, hands break to hold our energy. Hairspray. That's what I thought he To hone, 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 hone raw energy. Sorry, hone mm-hmm. raw energy. Hands break to it's hone Hand, or hold? Hone. Hone. Okay. Hands it's break. It's hairspray. That's what, I, what do you well, mean it's hairspray? What are you talking I didn't, about? I didn't, hairspray oh, to hold raw energy. <laughs> so I, thought, well, I didn't think of was saying that, but it sounds wrong. Like, it's just, excuse me while I kiss this guy. <laughs> I never actually thought he was saying hairspray, no, but it sounds no, like he no, says no. hairspray. 100% no. so. <laughs> See? Hairspray. <laughs> I, I, I have never thought that, and I always knew it was hands break. Yeah, I mean, just an awesome. Well, riff. when it comes into the verse here, there's a little time change that they do. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah. 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 It really is just quintessential Pantera. Like that's one of those things too, where it's like you can't. I mean, I'm sure you can. There's some, I'm sure there's some time signature, whatever that you can, but that's, you can do it. It's you just, can do it, but it's just feel. It's like, yeah, you didn't you know, write that out. You know? Right. No. Exactly. <laughs> no. Right. 
<laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Metallica does that a lot too. Or it's yeah, like, they do. You know, like the beginning. Of, we were talking about it recently. The beginning of "Don't Tread on Me." It's like, it's it's, it's loose. Just, yeah, yeah, it's it, loose. It's just feel. It's like it doesn't sound right when you put it into the computer to, to right. do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's a whole. <clears throat> there's probably several videos on um, YouTube of uh, Master Puppets verse riff. That oh yeah yeah. It's mm-hmm. not actually in a time signature. It's right. all just you have to hear the song and know how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. You can't really, <laughs> you, you can't actually put that into a time signature. Or if you did, it would be so, uh, like, it, it would be something absurd that you could never count, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's, it's got its own feel to it. Because it's like, it's so choppy. It's, you know? So. Yeah, it's just another, it's a feel riff. Yeah. Kind of like what, what uh, Pantera does. Um, yeah. I guess we should also probably mention, since we were talking about the build up to the album coming out <clears throat> with the, um, the, the bootleg, the ball sack mm-hmm. bootleg, that uh, <laughs> this video came out, what, like two weeks before the album, maybe? Or, or a week before? It was pretty close, actually. Maybe it was yeah. like a week before in Headbangers Ball. Yeah. Um, and then it was like, you know, it's it's not, it, the video itself is nothing special, but it was the first time we got to hear this, the song yeah. proper. Yeah. Um, and it was, it just made us want the album even more. Like, it was like, of course, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> We, I, I remember we just watched it over and over and over. Yep. Like, oh, oh, yeah. It's over. Let's we'll go watch it again. Yep. <laughs> What's on next? Nope. Okay, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's a great opening track, too. Like, it yeah. sets the tone immediately. Perfect. Just that, that opening riff, that, well, it's, it's, they repeat the riff several times, but the, I was talking about the drums, how uh, Vinnie Paul makes that special because he, he he's not doing the same thing throughout the whole riff he, he adds in like the uh, fourth time i think you know mm-hmm. with it and, it and it gives it an extra dimension halfway through the riff or, or right before he does that a lot in all of his songs but yeah, yeah. that's just a perfect example right there yeah. and then the end of the song it totally has this different outro oh yeah riff that's just badass speed yeah. I, I don't know i guess it speeds up a little bit yeah but he throws it's in like a lot double of time. double bass yeah yeah yeah, I can play a little bit of that. That's a very famous riff. That was one of, that was repeated on um, Headbangers Ball's theme, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Listen closely to hear some bass stuff going on. Would have been cooler to hear it better. Where the guitar holds the chord. Yeah, he's still going. He's doing some other shit that you can't really hear properly. Then he goes to the riot or the crash. Yeah. I'll say that uh, this part, I'll play it again. The, the, The vocals here are probably the closest you'll get to like a, a, a Cowboys from Hell style vocal of any other like of any song on the album this would probably be the closest to like a because he's all he almost does have that not not screaming like a Rob Halford thing but it's a little higher pitch than yeah than, like right there oh, it's a little bit higher yeah. right yeah yeah so. Like 
I don't know. I feel like the rest of the album's a little heavier and um, more brutal vocally. Yeah. So, but, yeah. And then we get into a new level. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. You're right, Eric. It's pretty wimpy. <laughs> yeah. It's a pussy song. <laughs> that riff in a new level holy shit like immediately oh. once the song ends and comes in the next one it's like holy shit oh, <laughs> oh yes <laughs> Symbol sales are fucking good. Yeah. Oh. What's well, some of those kicks? There is there an extra effect, kind of like in domination, like an echo or something? Like a yeah, like a, a bit of a sample added into that to make it oh. echo a little more. There's no samples because I, I know I only know that because in this there's a interview with Di or uh, uh, Vince Paul in this magazine where he's talking about how they just spent extensive amount of times getting that bass drum so perfect mm-hmm. and that like they use like silver dollars to put on yeah. the thing and like the wood beater backwards wood, yeah. so it's got that like major slapping sound mm-hmm. uh, and they they gave it like the like a final rough edit to somebody like the record company or something and they're like maybe you should think about doing some samples in the drums or something and then he's like no i'm not doing any sort of samples so there's no samples well, i think like every i don't know if it's like the first kick of the of the the, the bar or whatever but mm-hmm. i feel like if you can play it again i, I think it's a little bit different That's just the main. That riff is just repeated with palm muting the second time around, isn't it? It's just a palm muted version yeah. of the same riff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And this one is um, tuned down. It's drop D yeah. at least. Drop or, D, or their their version of drop D. Yeah, it could be. It could be D, just straight D. But anyway, there's there is uh, this one. I do believe Phil and Sam will help write that riff. I'm going to play a clip talking yeah. about that. The band had been touring. We had to go in and write the songs. We had hit kind of a, a roadblock in the in the writing sessions. You want your voice to do something, and you've tried one thousand times, and it's not doing it. And Phil, and Phil, I think Philip had the had the riff for a new level, or had an idea and wanted to get it to die, but he had to get on that same wavelength. And I remember Dime and Phil went outside and smoked a joint. Phil, remember that pot I said you couldn't smoke earlier until we were done? <laughs> Take a hit, brother. Take a hit, man. Relax. And when they came back, they had this thing. You go out there and you nail it. That chunk of that groove, I think that set the whole tone for the whole record. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this, Indeed. Song, this song, it's one of the best ones in the album. 
Yeah. It's one of their best songs ever, period. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they open uh, so many shows with this song, too, you know? Yeah, it's perfect. It is a perfect concert Great opener. Yeah. And lyrically, it's pretty positive, actually. It's like oh, yeah. Positive yeah. message. You know? Yeah, I think that uh, um, Phil said that when they went to Russia, like, so the, the Russia show was in the middle of the recording process for this album. They, they were in the middle of recording this and they got a call like hey do you want to go play russia <laughs> open for yeah. metallica acdc black rose or whoever right and they're like uh i don't know and they were like uh, okay yes we need to go but because <laughs> they were a little nervous they hadn't played live in months and they were just focusing on the record so but they went there and they obviously kicked ass we've all seen the video of them performing yeah. there and it was amazing and uh phil said that lyrics were inspired by partly inspired by that like just a new level of confidence and power He's like, that's not bullshit. Like, I was, I was so much more confident when we got back, because we just like not rehearsed and just went out there and kicked ass, and just like my confidence level just through the roof at that point. So, yeah, I thought it was cool. It's cool. Yeah, it's very cool. I just looked at a live version of uh, of this song. It looks like it is drop, uh, all all tuned down. Oh, okay. Yeah, just because they're doing the power chords instead of the mm, yeah 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 yeah. This part. <laughs> God. I was like how he draws out that confidence. <laughs> well, if you play the second verse of that, yep. the drums are a little one note different, and it's awesome. Like who would think to do that? Oh, I, but that I love it. I mean, it's oh, a no. thing. Like, I mean, the drums. I mean, let's face it. We sure we're talking about Vinny, but I mean, the stickiest sound, just perfect for yeah, what they're perfect. doing. It's just, it just, you know, this is one of those albums that just like you know every single element of it just works exactly the way it's supposed to. Lombardo did that. <laughs> What's yeah. up? Lombardo did the little the ting thing. Yeah. <laughs> Stops and then bing. Yeah. So it's... These are, this is a double guitar track too. Like he, he did two different, again, a lot of bands were doing that, of course, but Terry Date said they had to do that multiple takes to get the perfect, you know, downstrokes, everything to be completely in sync with the first guitar take. Like, how do you do that? What the fuck? <laughs> you know? insane i don't know the guitar the guitar solo in the song is fucking awesome too i'll play that yeah gotta play that
<laughs> no respect gets no one nowhere. <laughs> so yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's I, I think I've said this several times, but when you listen to the album with the headphones on, yeah. you appreciate things a lot more than yeah. the channels yeah. on one and the other. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Like the yep. talk, well, he's talking in one and kind of screaming in the background in the other ear. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. You can't, you don't get that, you know, like in a car. Right. Where these mm-hmm. blends. Yeah. 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 Uh, so then we go into Walk, which is uh, probably their biggest song, right? I would imagine. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Let's because, check Spotify. Because uh, Stadium Rock picked it up. Like Arena Rock. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. It yeah, started right. being played. This, this with like um, Crazy Train, you know, it got to that status. Or, or Welcome to the Jungle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 281 million streams on Spotify. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Tight. I would think that's their highest one, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. So I have a couple of clips to play on this one. Um, so that guy, uh, is it Rick Beato? I think his name is. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I don't know if you guys have watched any of his YouTube stuff. It's it's really oh, good. Yeah. He, he dives yeah. in. I think I think I played this when we, we talked about, oh, we talked about Slipknot or something because he did a Slipknot song. Anyway, or maybe I just shared it with you guys. Isn't his thing what makes this song great? Is that is that his yeah. whole series? Yeah, that's, well, I think he's got several. He does interviews okay. with you know musicians too. I think. Okay. But, yeah, and he's got some like he'll, he'll review new music too. Like he he was a producer, so he'll, he'll go into like deep dives on on production and stuff like that. So and he can play all the instruments pretty well too. Yeah. Yeah. He has a good understanding of the instruments. Yeah, and music theory and everything. Yeah. So a couple of these clips are going to be from that. Um, what makes the song great for walk but this first one I wanted to play was we were talking about this earlier about the tuning and he mentions that actually on this so this is a 12-8 riff I want to talk about that first what does that mean 12-8 is basically 4-4 but it's triplet bass so if you think of it like this I conduct 1-2-3-1-2-3-1-2-3-1-2-3 so four groups of three it's like a shuffle in a D tuning everything's tuned down a whole step and then a little bit more, just to make it heavier, and so it's harder to tune your guitar with. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he goes into the main riff a little bit, and he talks actually talks about the bass, which I didn't pick up on this, but there's a lot of power chords on the bass in this song. Yeah, the chorus, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Did- let's talk about what is great about Rex Brown's bass part. Well, he does different things each time when you solo the track. Check it out. Now, that's definitely first fret there with almost no bend, right? And then the second time, he's playing, definitely he's playing second fret, first fret, open. Listen. Okay, so in this part, he's going... Anytime you have power chords in the bass, it makes it sound a lot more intense. Tell that to Steve Harris. He knows all about that. That's <laughs> <laughs> all he does anymore. <laughs> Four um, guitar players in that band now. <laughs> I mean, we can play a little bit of the song itself. We all know this song. Yeah. It's not... Uh, it is an interesting riff because it's not. 
It's a bend, but it's like a it's like a half bend. Yeah. It's got a bit of a southern like, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. Southern rock kind of a What's it's that maybe the time signature, the triplet feel? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. The shuffle. It's, it's not shuffle, a melodic yeah. riff at all. It's nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to the drums, just boom bash. Yep. Very simple. Even the fills are. Tom's so perfect. I know. Perfect. Terry Date. Yeah. I love the choice of drumming there. Just. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just simple and effective. This is cool. This is isolated vocals of the chorus. I'm going to solo the vocals in Pro Tools so you can hear what Phil is singing in the chorus. Is there no standard anymore? You can't be something you're not. Be yourself. God. Stay away from me. This is cool. A lesson learned in life. Check this out here. A lesson learned in life Known from the dawn of time Read Split Walk What did you say? Read Split Walk Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? God Chills, man. <laughs> oh, no. So if you have yeah. Pro Tools, you can do that? If you had the isolated tracks, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how they get those. Kind of, I mean, I know, like, some people can pull, like, rock band type stuff. They can yeah. use Pro Tools That's, to pull up. But that has to track. have already been done by rock band to do it. Yeah. 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 Man, I want to be able to do that. <laughs> I know. It would be so much fun. I know. Awesome. Mix shit how I fucking want to hear it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and playing, learning metal bass is always problematic. Well, any bass, really, in rock can be problematic. It gets muddied up. So to be able to hear the parts would be... Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. And there was That's, a story about that song, about why they wrote it. Did you hear that, or did you read that? This is uh, the one they dedicated to We Think Megadeth, too. Yeah, well, that was after they wrote it. But the, I guess mm -hmm. they wrote it because they got back off of tour. They came back to their home state, their hometown, and... People are like, dude, man, you guys are just rock stars now. Fuck you guys. There's a little bunch of your head. And they were like, man, what the fuck? We're not rock stars. We're still who we were originally. And they wrote this song in response. Nice. Yeah. I remember uh, in 11th grade English, our teacher gave us a, a, a project saying, um, take two songs that are meaningful to you and analyze the lyrics 
and do a whole book report type thing on it, and then we'll discuss in class. So I picked. <laughs> I don't remember the second song I picked, but I picked. This was one of the songs I picked from, and I got and I like, you know, wrote down lyrics and. The cool thing was we got to play it in in class. Like, okay, we're oh, gonna nice. we're gonna go over it and we're gonna listen to each song that everyone chose. So the <laughs> whole class had to listen to "Walk by Pantera." It was awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I had an English were, teacher. He would let us every so often like play a song and you know analyze the lyrics. Was the point of it? But yeah. I chose "Heresy" one time. <laughs> What teacher? You can, you can lick my sack. Yeah, he he made a face when that came on. He was like, he was like, oh my god. Well, oh, what are you? Mis- come on, Joe, Joe Shapiro. No, Mr. Burwell. Okay. God, I don't remember. Half very, the very, very, we went to the same very, high school, so you know. I know, but I don't remember my any of my teachers' names practically. And, uh, that's for me. I did a project, of course, on Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, and unfortunately, I didn't get to play. That song. Uh, well, too long. <laughs> yeah, too long. <laughs> it would have taken the entire fucking class. So. Yeah, I can't remember. There was another song I picked that I wish I remember what it was because there were I, there was definitely a, uh, a moment where there was like the f word was used or you know something and, and the teacher put like a giant like three question marks like in big red ink. What do they expect? You're asking teenagers to pick songs. <laughs> you know. <laughs> what do you, what, what do you think could possibly go wrong? Yeah, like come on. Oh my God! There's cussing in this. I really like. Supposed teachers don't curse. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, come on. <laughs> you break. The fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> and that's like nothing. Like you could pick, pick something way. Pick a Guar song. I mean, you oh know, my like, God! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna analyze those lyrics. Yeah. Rape your dog with a plow. <laughs> It's like the scene in um, Big Lebowski where Sam Elliott's talking to him. He's like, he's complimenting, and he's like, "Do you have to curse so much?" It's like, "The fuck are you talking about?" Who gives a fuck, man? So, of course, this solo and this song is awesome too. Guitar solo. Um, Yeah. uh, That Rick Beato guy did isolated on that too. So this is this is cool to hear. Let's check out Dimeg's solo. Soloed. got a very van halen eddie van halen feel there's nothing of that that so it, it like doesn't it defies music logic i feel like <laughs> yeah you know it does, yeah. yeah and it, somehow it works so perfectly in that song that one part i was where eric was nodding yeah you've probably seen him play it but to get that mm-hmm. double slide going he's got to use like both hands yeah like he starts one slide with the left hand and gives it Yep, comes back up with the right and goes yeah. down. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Who, who thinks to do stuff like that? Like, I got an idea. Like, what? <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess he was taking a shit and came up with the solo. I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> my riffs are the shit. The drums at the end of the song are great too. Oh yeah, uh, echoey. Yeah. Walk. Are you talking to me? 
tom and that snare when it kicks in yeah ba, 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 da, ba. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah I think as the am I mistaken on the live version they get even heavier at that end? Yeah. So they all kind of like kind of. I think they have to end the song because it fades out, so they make it heavier. Yeah. Yeah. They're good at making their own shit heavier live. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Art of art of shredding. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Then it goes into fucking hostile. Yeah. Which that was another one we heard live before yeah. the album came out. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the hell? Basically a crash song. One, two, three, yeah. the fill you're talking about yeah <laughs> oh, that one's that one's not bad it's just it's just a snare and a double bass but he's doing it like the way he it, it's all like what like probably 16th notes or whatever right yeah. but he's it's like snare kick yeah it's it's perfectly played i mean I, i'm not saying i can do it but i at least i have an understanding of what he's doing <laughs> this song it, I, I think we were really looking forward to hearing that one because yeah. because the live recording you couldn't really make shit up very well. Yeah, yeah so yeah, we fast, just threw them and yeah. we liked it. Um, the song I love because it's like each verse kind of tackles a different thing that pisses him off, right? Yeah, um, he, he's yeah. like anti-shitty parents in the first one, and it's what um, is it the cop? The, the, dr- the like, jo- joint arrested for joints. Yeah, he, he's going yeah. against these prick cops in the second verse, and then it's the. Yeah. Um, the priest thing at the yeah, end the religion yeah um so I, I love that they cover that but this song is like the bones feel very punk in that song yeah but mm. the playing is so technical and not at all like yeah. punk <laughs> yeah. you know that's no, not punk <laughs> and then that distortion in the the fucking hostile it's oh, fucking perfect this song is so fucking awesome yeah. yeah apparently that the distortion came from i think from what i was reading it was um Dime had they were trying to get the sound. Dime had like a like a four track Tascam something or other, and he's like, "Hold on, let me go." And he went home, bring the brought this recording device in, and they plugged the mic into that, and he it just like over modulated the whole thing and, and caused it to distort. That's how they got the sound hmm. uh, for that part. And then at the end, the feedback at the end, Terry Phil Jacobs never points. broke chairs in anger. You know, we always had a lot of fun. Um, uh, of course, doing vocals of any kind is is stressful, but uh you know we we had as much fun as we could with it um you know some of the vocals like on uh on hostile he did uh 
he did his vocals in the control room with me and uh, uh, on a handheld mic. And when we were, it was all distorted, of course, on purpose. And when we were done with, this, with this, the vocal take, he just took the mic and threw it into a garbage can next to the board that had a bunch of barbecue sauce and stuff on it. And, and it fed back. And that's the feedback that you hear at the end of that song. <laughs> but yeah, I think we all sing, or at least I do, when I hear this song every time now when he says, because God is everywhere. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time. <laughs> yep. The yeah. little drum fill he does before the solo was also... I think that one's the more. Is that different? I, I thought it's, there was... it's different. There's more symbol in it. Oh yeah, yeah, that one. Well, yeah, that's the that's what I'm thinking of. Like, okay, that one's yeah. I, I guess I'm just combining the, them in my head. God, that's yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, like, is that a one-handed snare roll that he's doing? What? I think I think it is. I think he's bouncing the stick off the snare, almost like a ghost yeah. note, but like harder. Yeah. And that's another part live that this guitar solo is it's not that much different but that part where he goes to the the, the, the squeal there he just holds that out live like, oh, yeah. he just holds <laughs> it that's yeah, great god oh man I miss seeing him live I know he's yeah. so effortless he made everything look so easy he's just like what uh, this <laughs> is what I do well that's... it was a big deal and you're like Jesus Christ dude that's kind of like Charlie Benante on drums, you know? Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Looks so, like, relaxed. It's not, yeah, you know, it's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. Why are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the end. awesome this does sound like barbecue sauce <laughs> <laughs> so obvious now yeah i hear it oh man this love another one that's like jesus christ yeah the end of this song i think this one's tuned down a half step for them hmm. yeah. there was a clip about what the, what this song is actually about that i sent you yeah i think i have that uh, the video doesn't really depict what the song's about. The song's about a girl that's tortured by a, an, an innocent girl, so to speak, someone naive, naive, anyway, uh, tortured by like this uh, streetwise cat and stuff, man, you know, threatens her with uh, killing himself and death and stuff like that. And, uh, it's just about uh, mental torture. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to put certain things of what a song's really about into a video. Oh, no. Like when you read a book and then it's transferred to a movie, it's like something different to somebody else. Exactly, good point. Rick. Okay, we're going to be playing that video in a little bit when the Headbangers Ball continues. We're going to be playing that in a little bit. <laughs> God, he's doofus. Good point, Rick. You yeah. fucking turn. <laughs> I never knew this was from a female perspective. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I don't know if I did. I either. didn't either. Yeah. It's a girl's point of view, female point of view. That's even cooler. Yeah. Well, is it? Yeah. I, I can kind of see it now. Well, you should play some. I will, yes. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> There's one of those shaky, uh, what are those things called? 
What are those calls? Kabasan and music class. Although live is just to him. It's a sample. Yeah. Ah, oh, you said there were no samples. <laughs> I know live he has a little, had a little. Yeah, it is like a, a, a Roland. I, I believe it's like a Kabasa if somebody wants to look one up. They were in Kielbasa. music class. Delicious. No, no, no. <laughs> Sausage. <clears throat> Using rim shots. Kabasa. Yeah, you're right, Joe. Kabasa. Yeah. Very good. What he's doing on drums here is great. Simple. Yeah, it's very simple. Awesome. Oh, God. Do we want to talk about the double bass? The little. So you're talking about? Yeah. You're talking about the, the just on that part on the chorus. Yeah, just on that. Yeah, I don't oh, know if it's yeah. double bass if he's if he's just bouncing his. Okay, well, it, just, I mean, yeah, yeah, could, but still, it yeah, be, but it's not normal. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. And I didn't know he was doing it until I saw this song live. I didn't even notice that until I watched him live. I was like, oh, oh. Because you could hear him going, a little quick little bounce of the the pedal. Let's do it again because I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an extra little. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's so cool. I, to this day, I can't believe how good that song is. Mm. It's so weird. I'm like, how is this song this fucking good? <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I was on uh, Listener Domination Liquid Metal like five or six years ago. And uh, so you got to pick three songs. And this is one. Of, I picked this song. I picked uh, Master of Puppets by Metallica, Hallow Be Thy Name by Iron Maiden, and, and This Love by Pantera. Yes. My, All good picks. my three songs that I picked. Because and this, I don't know this. It's one of my favorite Pantera songs, but I think it's yeah. the reason I picked it for that was just because it's an example of like the melodic stuff. Phil's yeah. vocals are awesome. The guitar yeah. solo is awesome. The heavy, the heavy part of the end is pure Pantera. It's, like it's, it is almost like their master puppets. Like it's got everything that yeah. they do well. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all yeah, like stuff. If you wanna, yeah, it's got all. Yeah, it's got all the ingredients. Were you gonna mm-hmm. say something, Keith? I was just gonna say. I mean. You could say that about most of the songs in this album, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true, actually. You're right. Because listening back, I was, it was still like, God damn, this album is good. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's like, shocking how good it is. I, I mean, is, I mean, every song is great. It's like, yeah. you know, even, you know, live in a hole, like, maybe is, you know, I mean, yeah, like, demons a, dr- be driven. I, I have my like, least favorite. Maybe but, mediocre, yeah. but, you know. One way or another. I mean, oh, great. yeah, Mouth for War, Level, Walk, Fucking Hostile, This Love, 
rise, no good, hollow. I mean, oh, hollow. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. I mean, oh. yeah. Exactly. I mean, could have they? Could they have chosen a better song to end this fucking thing? No, no yeah, it's I mean, perfect. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. yeah, I mean, god damn it, this this fucking album. <laughs> yeah, well, once again, the guitar solo song too is fucking great. Oh yeah, uh, it's after the first heavy part, I believe. Right? No, well, this part. <laughs> God. <laughs> Just the drums are perfect. Oh yeah, perfect. Remember how he used to play this live with his on the drums? He would there do. There we go, like with the cross. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Every day. Um, he, he had two chinas, right? And that was like. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, this solo is it. Um, he kind of does the same thing on the song Tens on Trinko. He's got this cool melodic riff going on in the background, and then the, the solo is matches it perfectly. I mean, Cemetery Gates is the same way, too. Yeah. This right here. Voice box. Yeah. Hmm, I never noticed that. I don't think I noticed that before either. But just literally now. Did it live. Yeah. It's even heavier. Yeah, it slowed it down even more. Yeah. And then he was screaming, I can see God or whatever, right? Yeah. I can see God. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually think the next song on the album is the worst Rise. song. Yeah. Not that there's a bad song on the album, but Rise is probably my least favorite. Um, I, my only issue with it is just the there's some really fucking awesome parts of the song but the yeah. the inflection of the verses the way he's like yeah it's like I'm not a big fan of that yeah Um, but oh and also the lyrics are a little what, when you sent me that clip about him talking about the lyrics I was like eh. <laughs> yeah. It's almost a little white power, it's, you know. Should we, uh, well, it, hey, I mean, let's face it. There's a lot of times that this fucking shithead is, you know, <laughs> kind of. He has been, yeah, he has been accused. He's been accused, and I don't, you know, I mean, enough accusations, kind of. I mean, there's yeah. a video of him saying white power. Yeah, mockingly, apparently, I don't know. 
I don't know. It's hard to he say. He was drunk off his ass. So, I mean. Yeah, he was. Who knows? Well, here, let me play this clip of him talking about. I, I He doesn't specifically say Rise, but he says, like, lyrics on the album and he talks about. Yeah, I don't know if it was Rise or if it was. Um, Attack no the Radical, good. maybe? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Attack the Radical because he actually. He mentions race and whatnot in that song, so. Mm. Yeah, race, pride. Yeah. And he says, you know, black man, white man, all that stuff, so. Okay, now I heard the new record. Of course, I've heard the last one, and I've heard even the stuff earlier than that. It seems like every record gets heavier and heavier and heavier, as opposed to trying to get commercial to sell millions of records. You guys get heavier and meaner. Would you kind of agree? Yes. <laughs> is, there, is there any way, did you say, like, let's just make this one just... It's a logical progression for us. This is how we felt. Not saying that if we're all really happy for the next record, it's going to be written about flowers and peace and stuff like that. But uh, it just came out this way, and uh, it is an angry record, but there's an underlying message that we feel real positive about and hope to get across. I want everybody to read the lyrics real close. You know what I'm saying? So tell us about some of the lyrics. Like, What were some of the things that you wrote about on this album? Well, there's a lot of things, especially on MTV, about racism and things like that. That's really... I feel from just a black standpoint and I have you know it's okay they have all the reason in the world to be angry and the rise black man rise and all that stuff but I, it's coming from a non-racist white point of view and uh, they're really strong lyrics <laughs> and uh, considering the crowds we play to we get black kids Mexican kids white kids Japanese etc etc it's for everybody and that's what this album is for. It's for everybody. Everybody can relate. Our reaction hmm. to that. Well, that's ignorant, uh, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I guarantee you he does not think white privilege is a thing, but that's, you know. Yeah. But he, he could easily, I could, if, if he showed up in a Trump hat, I could, I'd be like, oh, okay. Well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. This, this, pretty sure this guy voted Trump, you know. I don't, I don't get that feeling from the, the brothers at all. No. Mm-mm. Um, I don't no. really have any idea what Rex thinks about anything because he barely ever talks. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, they're from Texas, yeah. and Texas. you know, well, that's this that's is, being that's being. I know that's that's, <laughs> that's lumping a group of people together too. <laughs> you don't I know. You don't have well, to be you that know, way in Texas like either. The, the only time I get <laughs> cringy with Dime, I love Dime, but he did have the Confederate flag guitar, which yeah, is like. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I, I wonder but, if he would still have it today. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, and I don't think back then he's like, "Yeah, man, look at my white power guitar, dude." No, like, no, no. Like that, that was just a that Southern pride thing that was. Yeah, you know, it's that whole thing, and it's not. I don't know. People don't realize they're being racist. One of those things, you know, where you're yeah. like, "You're being kind of racist," and they're like, "Am I really?" Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. yeah. they get yeah. offended about. Yeah, you're making you're you're uh, attacking what. You're attacking something that I've, whether yeah. I've associated with the thing that it does associate with or not, you know, yeah. like you get attached to that thing. Yeah. yeah. It's that racism that's so ingrained that you don't even realize it's racist. It's just right. so deep in there where you're like, if that's racist, mm-hmm, racist. <laughs> yeah. well, yeah, again, a lot of things 30 years ago yeah. were, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. were not yeah. really like that are totally There's racist words now. that we're all used yes yes, yeah for sure for sure i mean probably in 100 years gonna go there was a team called the redskins i mean you know yeah. that's yeah, right it's one of those things where you're like took it for granted and then and they fought to remove that name yeah <laughs> exactly 
And they're like, oh, oh, it was Dan Snyder. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that's why. That, that guy. Well, let's play a little bit of Rise. This is a straight up thrash song. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's, so that's thrash. Yeah, but there's something different in this intro. The drumming again. Yeah. Yeah. It's like really every fucking song. It just just builds a little bit, you know, every time he goes through, he adds a little something. Yeah. Wait, can you get, go back to that right before the verse? Eric? Good. The drum fill, he does. It's just a snare and a hi hat. So he does that, like he hits the snare twice, is it twice, whatever it is, in the hi hat, and then he mutes it right away. Yeah, that, that quickly. Like, yeah, because he usually plays with his hi hat open, so he just you can hear him it. mute it there, but it's so yeah, fast. Yeah, it's fast. Yeah, no one ever it's mutes a hi hat. It's an interesting choice. Huh? Well, he, they, he, can you cho- are you choking it? Like are you? It's just po- like, like a cymbal. No, he just no. He's playing with it open. Then he just put his foot over there and went. Bonk. Okay. No, I think yeah. he's got it. He's, that had to be his hand muting it. You think so? Yeah. And he's choking it like because it just stops. Huh? I think he hits it. And Maybe you're right. He hits. Huh? Could be. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds quick. It is quick. Said this song could have sound it could have been on Far Beyond Driven to me. It sounds like it could have been part of that. Yeah, album. I can see that. Yeah, just because it's so kind of brutal and fast. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. I do have a favorite moment of this song. This riff. Hold on. The guitar solo, shocking. <laughs> No, but it's, there's a riff after the solo that's really awesome. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Please. Yeah. Oh, that, super fast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that is awesome. Let's see. Yeah. And then the, the riff after the... Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 
He's matching that on the base too, it sounds good. Oh, didn't you do a little slide there too? He did, yeah. <laughs> Nasty. Let's, can we break that down a little bit more again? I want to hear that again. Sure. Oh, the bass is doing stuff. Yeah, the bass is doing almost like a... He's doing some slide, I think. Mm -hmm. And almost like a... Um, not every time, though. Yeah, not every time. And there's like a little... Um, it's like do-do-do-do. Like he's going from a high note to the low note to get to that point. I don't know. I don't know what the word is for, I'm looking for there. But is he just sliding while he's playing it? Maybe, but it sounded to me like there were like purposeful notes there, like do 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 don't don't do don't don't don't. But yeah, I don't know if there's a name for it. No, it's just that thing. Just that thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that thing. <laughs> it's that Pantera thing. <laughs> are, his, are his solos sort of like more in the right channel a little bit? Seems like maybe. Maybe are. you. Maybe you're deaf in the left. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, was, when we listened to that, it seemed like there was more bass in the left and more solo in the right. At least in that song, at least. I guess we need to listen to like it again. <laughs> it wasn't fully in the right, but. Yeah. I can't tell. I think you might be onto something. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Maybe. Yeah. A it's a little bit, it's not fully right, but it's a little bit leaning. Mm -hmm. The bass is left leaning and the guitar is right leaning. <laughs> why are you, you going to make it political? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay. Oh no good. Attack the radical. Attack the radical. Attack the radical. This the groove in this song. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. God. Can we go back already? There's like an echo. Yeah. Yeah. Like an I've always wondered what's going on there. Is it? That, I mean, it's obviously purposed, purposeful. They didn't do anything by mistake on these albums, but. What the fuck is... I don't know. It's like a weird you, echo in the background. Yeah. yeah. Do you think it's just an echo from the amp in the room? I mean, that doesn't even make sense. It couldn't be, right? What, how the fuck did that happen? No, I think they just wanted a... I'm guessing they just wanted a background thing there. But... but how would you do that? <laughs> in 1992, especially. I don't know. Terry Date's a magician. I, don't know. Mm -hmm. I can't believe they, nobody... Had a comment on that. What are you, a wizard? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there's got to be a story to it. If anybody knows. I couldn't find anything on it. No, yeah. I had no idea. The drums. Yeah. It gets even... 
groovier. Yeah. We just little palm mute there too. Mm-hmm. In this case, there's a problem with race because of ignorant password fires. From evolution, we've been killing each other. I think a man should have it down to a science. No tears, not for a minute, not for a second. I won't be defensive, I'm straight out. In my opinion, you better listen to a man who knows what he's saying. I see your side, you're running out from the mere fact that you feel inferior. Be superior. Oh, the drums are there. That's weird. Yeah. And here, too. The vocals there. So good. God. And it's kind of a weird riff too, like to put drums to that riff. Like, what? But I guess mm-hmm. they understand each other, but or understood each other. But it's a weird riff. Yeah, yeah. And the the, the verse riff is like it's not even non-existent. It's just bass, right? Mostly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like uh, what's the song on the album before they do that? Um, is it the Sleep? Oh yeah, maybe. Hmm. No, it's uh, Medicine Man. They do that. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. There's a moment in this song too that's. Um, I wanted to look up the riff on uh, the tab for it because it sounds fun to play. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, that's a great riff. Learn this one. <laughs> it's got to be tuned down, though. Yeah, probably. Yeah, on bass at least. It's probably, I don't know if it's all tuned down on guitar, but cool. that's another example of where like the drum choice there is really cool yeah because he could have just been like you know like yeah boom but it's like floor tom and yeah so there's no sample at the end of this song either because it sounds like the drums have that. There's That's some weird of, percussion oh. stuff going on, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had like a domination. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, there's some effects on that for sure. There's gotta be, yeah. 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 It's awesome. That's an extra snare too. Yeah, there's some extra stuff going on there yeah I actually said that I could see how bands like Slipknot were influenced by that part yeah. you know 100%. all that percussion yeah you know, the, the extra snares the extra yeah. little bit of stuff going on there yeah don't forget the part in that song where Phil goes uh <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it's, I think it's like right before the second verse or something uh or maybe <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about <laughs> I know what you're talking about yeah, you gotta find it. I didn't write it down, but I think it's right here. 
Do you think he bumped into something? <laughs> I just like that it's in there. Like, what, what is oh. happening there? <laughs> he was going to start another verse, but he was, oh shit, no. Yeah, he was about to it. knock something over. Yeah. He was like, Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> oh! Dope. <laughs> all right, live in a hole. They're all good. Ooh! Starts off really good. Starts with a solo. Yeah, we'll get that a lot. Box again. This one I knew. Yeah. That's another weird yeah. riff. Like it is. It sounds like there's chords on the bass there too, doesn't it? Backing vocals there too, like yeah. really low in the background, just like low octave stuff, like yeah. similar to what he did in uh, Walk. Yeah, this song's uh, apparently about social anxiety. Really? Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. I always thought that the talk box thing they did because of their uh, them touring with uh, Ratchild. I thought about that too, because they. I know. Of, uh, I think it was because they toured with Megadeth. <laughs> didn't i remember when dimebag came out and did the desert grins thing mm-hmm. we come out and do that part so i think but just the fact that they tour with with wrathchild and wrathchild has this prominent part of this song with a talk box next album pantera puts out has talk box stuff it's like yeah huh interesting <laughs> rip off <laughs> you mentioned megadeth i should read this part about Rathchild had distortion on their guitars. This album has distortion. <laughs> Dave Mustaine invented distortion. <laughs> you mentioned, I, I, I really want to get this Megadeth thing. I want to mention this because I'm going to forget it otherwise. So <laughs> okay. we, can, we can edit it some posts if you want to. But yeah. Vinny Paul said, after the Skid Row tour ended, we did a European tour with the Megadeth and we smoked them off the stage every night. <laughs> <laughs> he said Dave Mustaine was pissed off. Pantera had just caught on in Europe and our fans were bleeding for us. Then we played some shows with Megadeth in the States and it was the same story. We butted head with Dave here and there a bunch of times. He was trying to get get sober, but then he would sneak off and disappear and no one would find him for a while. Phil Anselmo chimes in and he says, Dave Mustaine was on this anti-drinking crusade at the time. He was not drinking, so no one should be drinking. And that never worked for Pantera. So there was a little bit of, uh, there was a little bit of fence there. I don't know what that is. The sober side, where everyone in Megadeth had to do what Dave said, and our side, which was just a big old party. On this particular tour, my boxing coach could not come to, could not come, and Dave had a karate sensei with him. Of course he did. <laughs> of course he did. 
So me and this guy started talking and working together a little bit. I started boxing with a guy. He showed me some of his karate shit. We got tighter. We started hanging out more and more. Part- he started partying with us a little bit. Next thing you know, he's drunk with us almost every fucking night. <laughs> oh my God, I stole my stain's trainer away from him. And he got drunk with us every night. <laughs> It's awesome. Um, there's more to it. And he talks about how, the, you know, Dime came up with the Black Tooth Grin because of the whole, as we know, the, the lyric and that uh, sweating bullets. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I thought that was hilarious. I just had to read that. <laughs> just the thought of Megadeth versus Pantera on stage oh my in, 19, God. in 1992. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not even Give fucking me a close. Break. Psych- this, this versus Psychotron? Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, God. By Demons Be Driven or Psychotron? Which one am I going to It's like the Ultimate Warrior versus a no-name wrestler. (laughs) (laughs) Ultimate Warrior versus Bob Johnson. It is like that. Versus... Psychotron. <laughs> <laughs> it would literally be Psychotron. <laughs> I don't think he's breathing. <laughs> Hiptis oh. by the bluesa. <laughs> Hiptis. <laughs> what was that guy's name? The announcer? The Lord well, Alfred Hayes. Lord Alfred Hayes. Yeah. He's British, right? Promotion, yeah. <laughs> promotional consideration. Paid for by the following. <laughs> He's playing <laughs> Yes. All right. Should get back to this album. Is there anything else on Live, live in a Hole? I mean, I play a little bit of the chorus here. Awesome. Time change there. Little Black Sabbath report here. Yeah, very much so, yeah. You can hear a lot of bass during this solo, too. Yep. Yeah. Oh, here's the hi hat thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Regular people. Conceit. I don't know why they put conceit on there. I don't know. I don't either. This is a weird riff, too, with the drums. Yeah. Yep. It's a weird fucking riff. I know, it really is. So cool. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long intro. Yeah. 
love the lyric. Any streetwise son of a bitch knows. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck with this. Don't fuck with this. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Rarely do I actually have to look at the tablature during the show because the wrists are so cool. But... <laughs> yeah, this will be a fun one to learn. I should learn this one. That those chords he's playing, you know, right after the weird riff, the heavy mm-hmm. heavy riff. Yeah, like, they're uh, they're just major chords, but he's going up. It's like it's it's just the major. It's the root in the major third, but it sounds so fucking huge. Yeah, in this in that context, the way he's doing it, I would I would rip that off a lot, a lot, just to play that like, <laughs> like if you're playing a C, for example, you play the the G on the E, e string. So could, what is that? The major fifth, or if you're playing a a C on what on the um, A string? Yeah. So if you're playing a, like a C power chord, but you're using, the, but you're also incorporating like the G on the E string. Oh no, he's not doing that. He's playing like um, like the, when he when you first hear that. You know that heavy riff. It's um, he's playing the 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 G and the um, so it's it's an E power chord. So it's it's palm muted. It's open E and then um, the B on the A string, mm-hmm. and then he's just putting uh, probably his middle finger down on the third fret, but keeping oh, that E, keeping the E. But then he moves it up to the fourth and the, thir- the four and the three, and then the five and the six each time. Okay. And there's kind of a turnaround that he does. So you know what, and it makes sense because that's kind of the opening riff of um, "Eye of the Beholder" by Metallica. They do that. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. huh. and yep. it sounds like it. So that makes sense. Yeah, huh. that's pretty cool. Yeah, don't forget the part where it goes. You know what I'm talking about? This song. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dun, yeah, dun, yeah, dun, yeah, dun, yeah. There's a whole part where it's like, oh yeah, this this part. I was gonna play this part anyway. So yeah, yeah. The solo is awesome again. And then it goes into that riff, and then that's yeah, okay. I'm getting it in the right channel again. Yeah. Within the left. This goes back and forth. Yeah. Left to right. Yeah. Oh, and it alternates. Yeah. Cool bass there. Yeah. And this riff. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Was that a headbanger's ball? Yeah. Cool riff. Yeah. Oh. You may double time it after this. Oh, yeah. Oh, the end is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. This was headbanging the ball, too. Yeah. The very end. Yeah, that did did, did, that part, yeah. Yeah. 
by Demons Be Driven. This might be the best <laughs> two ending songs on an album of all time. It's so good. Mm. That heavy, oh, the way it starts and the way it ends is just... I have to challenge you on that, Joe. That's a Master of Puppets. Oh, okay. Orion, Orion Damage, Damage Incorporated. Yeah. Mm, okay. Well, I wasn't including instrumentals, obviously. <laughs> okay. <laughs> obviously. How did I not know that? <laughs> this riff. God. Oh. <laughs> Just mean. Almost a little white zombie-ish. Yeah. That one. yeah. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's way better than white zombie. Well, <laughs> yeah, but true. Like, I kind of know how he's doing that noise, but there's more to it. I think it's just doubled. But yeah, it's but there's a, it's it's not. I mean, obviously there's there's two notes. He's bending one farther than the other, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's something extra going on. I feel like. Well, maybe not. It's who knows if this tab's even right though. It's, it's kind of similar. And in walk, he doesn't really do a full bend. It's like this weird half, almost like in between a half and a full bend. That that yeah. main riff. It's kind of like that, but he's so it's not quite because when you're doing that kind of bend. I can't really explain it that well, but when you're doing that kind of bend, it, it, it almost has a point where it's it sounds really clean. So it's like if you're doing a solo and you hit that specific kind of bend, it's like supposed to sound really clean. This is purposely sounding a little weird and just off, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not quite hitting the right notes together, so it sounds he wants, just he wants it to wrong. Sound, he wants it to sound like a demon, probably. Yeah, weird. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's just one that's driving? painful. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> the one that's driving. Yes. The one that's driving. Yes. <laughs> the driving demon. A literal car. <laughs> it's probably Miss Daisy's in the back. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, why is it? it the title is like a. It's like Yoda said it. <laughs> yeah, right. The harmonics. All over the place. And the vocals are doubled, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. He's doing that low thing again. Is he doing just the low thing? I think there's two tracks of them doing the regular. That could be. Yeah. Because it kind of sounds echoey. Mm-hmm. Could be three tracks. Could, could be. be. Four, I could see as many as five tracks there. <laughs> no more than five, though. Probably that's absurd. Um, this riff is the the verse riff is obviously much more melodic than the intro. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's it's kind of like a solo riff almost as yeah. the verse riff. Yep, yep, and it's full of harmonics. It's reminiscent of twenty five years to me. Oh yeah, I can hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's full of pinches. Yeah. 
vocals are distorted too. Huh. Makes it a little creepier. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> pretty neat. Pretty neat. <laughs> the end of this. The end of the. What does it do? Yeah. Ten times that. Yeah, I was, I was considered like two extra. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like they, they took the fader or the recording, and just you hear. Oh yeah, they. It's silent. Yeah, yeah. it's really yeah, it just silent. stops. Yeah. Until the last one. Yeah. 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 That that's got to be produced. Yeah, yeah, it has to be. Yeah. Pull those faders down. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you just go into Pro Tools and right. Yeah. yeah. Highlight this much and yeah. You know. Live, Vinnie Paul would do a. He would. He's having to go like this, like he's hitting the snare and a and a and a crash at the same time. But he had to mute the crash while he's hitting the snare and the, so he had to go like. It's, Jesus. I, I, yeah. You can watch videos of him doing it. It's crazy. All right. Hollow. So this song, um, I have a little bit on this from Phil talking about this song. So this is from Phil and Selma. He said, I had healthy, healthy doses of loss from early in my life, uh, in New Orleans especially. There was a punk rock band there called Shell Shock uh, that actually featured the guitar player Kirk Weinstein and singer from, from uh, Crowbar. And the I Hate, I Hate God drummer, um, I'm sorry, guitarist and down drummer, Jimmy Bauer. That's, he said, that set the bar for the local scene. In 1988, their guitar player, Mike Hatch, one of my good friends, committed suicide. I had pretty much just moved to Texas. I couldn't attend his funeral because Pantera was playing. I was devastated. I also had a former high school friend named Roman who had taken his life. I had a friend named Henry who had taken his life so tragically as well. So Hollow is not a specific song about any one of them. It's a collective. I think even then, when I was writing in 90, 1992, I knew that people were going to take the lyrics and make them their own. I tried to make it as heart-throttling, gut-wrenching for everyone to relate to. So so it's not about one specific person. I listen back to it now, and I think of Dimebag every single time I listen to this song now. I know that's not about Dimebag, but it's still like, it could be, you know? Like, there's moments in the song where it's like, he could be singing about dime there totally. And it just like kills me. I'm like, Oh God, you know, like that, my best friend part at the end, every fucking time I'm like, Oh my God, Jesus Christ. Come back. Oh, gets me every time. But yeah, this song is fucking awesome. And I think there, this isn't a ballad, right? But there's, it's, it's the slower song on the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, this and this song and this love are like the two ballad E type songs on this album, right? I think I might like this song more than this love now, actually. All right, well, let's play a little bit of this song. I don't want to get like, this song's long, so. Yeah. I'll Is come it? in the middle. This is super. Five minutes, 45. I guess not that long.
So is that a solo or a kind of a riff? Feels kind of more like a riff. It reminded me reminds me of like the kind of fade to black, you know. Yeah. The first chorus, there's the little thing, and it's just like a little interlude almost. But yeah, it was almost like a riff as as opposed to a core. I'm sorry. Yeah. A solo. Yeah, solo. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Either way. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. This part, oh, yeah, this whole fucking part is ridiculous. Ridiculous. So good. He has hollow inside alone. I'll show him my flesh, just flesh and bone. There's no soul, he sees no love. I'll shake my fist and scatter the bone. Man. And God. Man. He is hollow as I convert. I wish he'd waken from this curse. Hear my words before it's through. I want to call me. this part Mm. I gotta play that again because god every time I get chills every fucking time (laughs) there's that little thing right after he says uh, I think it's after the whoa whoa you hear a little harmonic like ding doo oh yeah (laughs) it's it's so so cool cool. it's so awesome So cool. They changed the riff a little bit that one part too. Yeah. 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 God, the drums groove. Yeah. This coming up right here too. I forgot it kind of ends and starts again. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> Yeah, I love when it goes up. So cool. 
it's like metal thrash. You're not allowed to to do what feels improvised in your riffs. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, we're going to. Fuck off. Oh man. Should we talk about that song, Piss? Yeah. Hey, sure. Yeah. It's well. it's good. Have I, you heard this? Keith? I did not. Li- I did not listen to this. Back. I mean, it's. I, you, it, you'll be familiar with the riff and the, the, most of the song. I think some of it, yeah. This is uh It was released on what the twentieth anniversary of Oldest Player, I think? Yeah. yeah. 2012, yeah. Th- those drums don't sound the same. They don't. They're, they don't. The bass drum's louder. Yeah. Bass guitar sounds nastier too. For most his life. This <laughs> poor little hell. Yeah. So, do you recognize that, Keith? Like that? That part. No. You don't? Oh, I guess yeah. we should play it for you. Yeah. Explain it to him. <laughs> Please. Yes. That's, uh, I was just trying to say something to him. Use <laughs> my third arm. Yeah, yeah. It's like the. Yeah. Slower. Oh, yeah, okay. So. Jeez, uh, wow. These guys did not like cops way before it was. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, there was there were rat backs, <laughs> didn't? But yeah, yeah. For I'm metal, pretty sure NWA probably didn't like. For metal, they they were, they were early. Yeah. Anyway, that song pisses. It's fine. It's nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it sounds cool. I mean, it's it's, it's a good song. It's, yeah. yeah. The album so is it so pretty much they wrote it and it you know just didn't make the cut to yeah, be on they, yeah. this album and then they converted it into something else and yeah one it's it's kind of cool it's what is it he says you're uh you're, you're like you're like pissing the wind or something it's yeah yeah we're good yeah I guess it was a forgotten track that Vince Paul found when they were going through the gonna do the reissue for twenty but it wasn't the, the recording doesn't sound the same so no I, I know that's There's why I'm, something weird about it. I don't believe that they recorded it in that session, yeah. or, or they completely. They could have. They it. could have remastered it for yeah. the the twentieth or something. Like that. But even if you compare the remastered "Vulgar" with that song, it sounds different. Yeah, uh, I can play a little bit of the chorus. Like that is the world. 
does that sound like? Yeah, something. Yeah, that does sound like something too. I'm gonna have to listen to all their albums again now. <laughs> well, darn it, Cowboys going forward. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All yeah. Their albums. Fine, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> Metal Magic. You gonna listen to that one first? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Boy. <laughs> I heard that one like three times in my life. I think we're good. And then power metal. Is oh, no, I'm thinking of power metal. Yeah, power I don't ever heard metal magic. I don't know if I've heard that one. Or projects in the jungle. jungle. No. Yeah. no, I don't think I want to. No. Old let me just do my. Let me let me set this playlist up now. <laughs> power. <laughs> that fucking <laughs> cheetah, whatever it is on the oh my cover. God. What? <laughs> so Have bad. you seen the album cover? I think it's, it's the Metal worst Magic, album cover it? ever. Yeah, it's Metal Magic. Oh, yeah. oh my god, it's so bad. Which one are you talking about? I think it's Metal Magic. Power Metal. Yeah. Oh I man, you can't even get these on Apple Music. Oh, Metal Magic. You can only get their five good albums on there. What a shame. Yeah, it's Metal Magic has the weird, oh, monster esque. Yeah. It's, it's humanoid monster-esque looking it's thing. Like a, it's a, it's a cast. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> well, it's a panther. Yeah, oh, it's, it's a panther. panther. Yeah, yeah. you're right. How did I miss that? Not all panthers are black. Uh, so let's get back to how great Hollow is because uh, <laughs> we are now Oops. talking about how corny and cheesy the earlier versions of this band were. And hey, Hollow they did it is, to themselves. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know. To me... I think Hollow is my favorite song on the album. Wow. Uh, I mean, let's face it, it's probably a juggling, you know. It's yeah. I'm saying that because we just listened to it. You know, earlier <laughs> yeah. in this conversation, you know, Mouth for War, New Level, Mouth- and Walk were my favorite. <laughs> a fucking hostile, definitely. And now that we just played Hollow, Hollow is my favorite right now. Those last <laughs> two songs, my God, they're so good. Yeah. yeah, they really are. One of those very rare albums where it's just like, I mean, even the worst song on this is still like better than like a lot of other albums' best. Oh, songs. exactly. I was thinking anything about that. On, anything on that Megadeth album. <laughs> exactly. It's not even the same fucking sport. Sigatron. <laughs> Your soul better belong to Jesus. Oh God. Your ass belong to me. No, good lord. No. Yeah, I, like I was. I, I said earlier, "Rise" is the worst song. Man, pussy was so. <laughs> Even with Rise being the worst song, that song blows away anything on that Megadeth album. Yeah. Yeah. Or the Suicidal yeah. album, for that matter. Yeah. 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 Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> does. Listen. Does. And I liked that album. Yeah, but well, yeah, I mean, let's face it. Let's face it. We are currently talking about one of the greatest metal albums, if not albums, that has been composed. I mean, this oh, is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It true. just doesn't stop. Yeah. It's just, I mean, God damn it. For, for this era of. Heavy metal. Let's face it. We we've discussed the fact that you know thrash was dying. You know with the like explosion of alternative. You know it was changing. It had a, a very definite effect on metal. And then this motherfucker drops, and it's like Jesus fucking Christ. And I mean, as much as let's face it, you know metal was definitely you know kind of you know on the downturn. Uh, this thing. I kept it. I mean, this album alone kept heavy metal. I think, you know, yeah. functioning and 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 you know, important for at least a couple more years. Yeah, for sure. And then new metal happened. 
Well, we did get a little bit of feedback. I put a post up on Facebook the other day asking for feedback. We didn't get much, but uh, our buddy Phil Rapella, who was in a band with me, Tim and Joe, uh, he said um, he said a couple of things. He said it changed metal forever. Nothing mainstream was as brutal as this album was, and it was the final nail for hair metal. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, which is pretty true. He also said, uh, let's see, this was also the album that ushered in the Dimebag Daryl dynasty. In my opinion, he was the most important guitar player since Eddie. He ushered in uh, new, tighter tones, heavier riffs. On Vulgar, he cemented his status as one of the great guitar gods. He started to stray, stray from the super technical leads to a more fun rhythmic lead, mostly because he, because live he didn't have the rhythmic tracks. Hmm. Okay, I don't know about that, but. <laughs> uh, as a drummer how huge was Vinnie Paul's drum influence on future drummers also other than Metallica who had a bigger influence on metal than Pantera I can't think of anyone also sadly they may be the last to ever do it in the, this musical landscape yeah to have that much of an impact probably yeah I mean I guess you could argue that Slipknot had some influence on a lot of new ba- new bands that are coming out today but mm-hmm. even even them not nearly as much as Pantera did on no. Because you know, like, I mean, if you go back further, you go with um, Motorhead, Sabbath. Yes, yeah. If you go back, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. let's face it, that the creation I'm just trying of to get, genre. Well, I was, yeah. I was trying to get the lineage going here, yeah. right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys, I kind of put Maiden in there. I don't know if they're super. Well, I shouldn't say there's. I, I maybe you put Maiden in. Yeah, yeah, Metallica. I, yeah, absolutely yeah. put made. I mean, the, 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 exactly. These are the most important bands that have, you know. I mean, for, as far as uh, like, affected affected the genre, exactly. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I, but yeah. That was the one thing. Like, like uh, let's face it. When it comes to Pantera, you know, I forget. You know, it was an interview ages ago. And I, you guys maybe even talked about this. You know, uh, the big thing about them is just like you know what they did is they you know that every, so many you know songs in metal like would have you know chorus or reverse chorus and then during the bridge it hit that cool part where they just the groove and pantera did it where they just well you know what why don't we make the entire song that fucking awesome groove yeah. part? and it's <laughs> just true. like holy shit no one else had really like kind of made the verses as like freaking just gut punch just nonstop gut punch the entire fucking song instead of just coming up with a riff of like, all right, come up with some lyrics to sing along that. And then in the middle, we'll do this cool thing where I do this. And, you know, (laughs) let's face it, you know, Don was like, well, how about if I just do the cool thing right here and do that nonstop for five minutes? And then let's face it, you know, (laughs) Vinny was just like, oh, you know what? I'm going to do this drum beat and then I'm going to change it a little bit. And then I'm just going to hit that little, like, ride symbol in the middle. Yeah. And <laughs> brilliant. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Pat- Peter is like, we're, we're just going to do, like, it's it's steak and ice cream all the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, 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 do all the good stuff. Their, their composition is just, the, the use of rhythm within what they did was just, you know, no one else was doing anything like that. And, yeah, I would love to think that, you know, their effect on music in general has, you know, gotten more people doing crazier shit. Yeah. It's interesting how they have, like, you know, Metallica kind of has their 
kind of garbage. Big four, al- oh. big four albums to start with, and when Phil came in, it was like they they have the big four albums to start with too. Like I don't know. It seems yeah, like let's not talk about the first. <laughs> no, not not. No. What, what do you mean about... there? Well, I mean okay, like, like Cowboys. There's... This far beyond and, and Great Southern are their big four. Anyway, they, face, they didn't have any after they had. No, they, they had. They had, they had reinventing the steel. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, but I think was, I don't know. It's a really good album, though. It's, it's a. It's, it's good. A good. It's a good album. album. Yeah. It's. Just, I don't think it's as good as the others. Well, yeah, I mean, it kind of mm, drops down yeah. quality well, wise. We're, we're talking about it's, one of the greatest albums still, in the entire genre here. Like, right. Are they gonna like? I'm sorry, <clears> but there's no way in hell any band has been able to repeat. A complete and total utter brilliance over and over again. So they no, went. I'm sure. Like, I'm sure all of you are like Metallica. <sighs> so they went Cowboys and then jumped bumped up to uh, to this album. Yeah. And then it was a slope down. Hey, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. From there out, this was their peak for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apex. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, Metallica had a peak too. Like Metallica's yeah, peak was Puppets and Puppets and Justice for All, and then they kind of you know. Yeah. I'll even admit, like. Crash down to shit. No, I didn't, I didn't say that. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> that's not what I said. But well, you know, well, I guess my point is like these bands have this like amazing amount of creativity over a, a like a ten year period of time where it's just like everything they do is is it's it's just like amazing, you know. And then it's just gone. <laughs> then they end up they they end up millionaires and just don't come up with any good ideas anymore. Yeah. Well, and, and the unfortunate thing with Pantera is they, you know, started fighting. I, yeah, I, I can't. Phil's whole thing with his chronic pain, and I mean, I think it was mostly heroin that was contributing to his issues. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that just kind of pushed things over the edge for them, and they grew apart because of it. So. Well, yeah, it, it, it was quite ugly at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I mean, let's let's face it. This, this that kind of shit happens to a lot of bands, and yeah. there are you know, bad blood is kind of that. What do you, what are your feelings about this tour that's going to be coming on? I mean, I, I think let's face it. There's I I would say both of the Abbott brothers are rolling in their graves over it. There's it no wouldn't way be happening if Vince was still yes. alive. That's for no. damn sure. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. But let's face it. This is a band that, you know, as much as nothing, damage plan, any of the goddamn garbage that fucking Anselmo has done. No, I mean, even even years. Down's first album, which is great, is not yeah. doesn't touch. Yeah, anything. like no. nothing has touched that no. what this band did. And this band's significance, considering so many people that are into, you know, kind of all of the the bands that really kind of got influenced by these guys. You know, so yeah. many people haven't seen this shit. So I think it's okay that they're doing it. I definitely, you know, I definitely would say that, yes, you know, you know, <laughs> um, Daryl and, and, you know, Phil would definitely not be happy that it's happening. Vince. Yeah. Vinny, Vinny, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know. It is, and you know, people should. It's go obviously it. You know? It's obviously not going to be the same. I mean, it's not going to have the no, same energy that Pantera yeah, I mean, had. I mean, hey, well, let's um, let's face it. You know, the guys they got. I mean, it's fucking Charlie, and you know. Oh yeah, 
Exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they'll definitely be able to pull their own weight in, in you know, for sure. mimicking. And people should go and try and have fun and stuff. And let's hope that, you know, Phil doesn't. I don't think Phil's going to be even close to being able to, to, oh, to yeah, see this yeah. shit. No. Yeah, exactly. No. So that that would be, that's my biggest thing is like, it's going to, I'm sure it's expensive as hell. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're going to have like a, a possibly fat, unable to perform <laughs> Phil. I don't know. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll get in shape and sound great. I don't know. Yeah. But, I wish it wasn't called Pantera. It's not going to be. Yeah, that's, that's the other thing. It yeah. shouldn't be. Call it like a celebration of Pantera yeah. or something. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's, it's literally like saying, you know, we're going to do a Van Halen tour without, you know, Eddie and Alex. It, yeah. yeah. You wouldn't yeah. call that Van Halen. It would be I mean, like, what, 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 the, what else could they fucking call it? You know, a tribute to Pantera. It's, it's still Rex and, and, you know, you know, it's, it's yeah, still two of the more important. Them, but, <clears throat> well, I, I don't know. think if you had Ringo and uh, Paul McCartney, they wouldn't come out as the Beatles. You know? Right. It's a weird True. thing. It is a weird thing. I, yeah, I don't think that the four of us can come up with a good, you know, solution to yeah. that dilemma. <laughs> but, you know. I mean, look, if the tickets aren't that expensive, I might I, go. Yeah, I would go there's if it's no cheap. way. Yeah, yeah, I would go if, 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 if it was. There's no way in fucking hell this thing's going to be cheap. No. This thing's going to be fucking expensive as shit. Yeah, they've only announced they're playing festivals so far, which is not great. And it's all European shows, I think, so far. Maybe there's one U.S. show that they've announced, but it's all festival shit. I don't want to go to a festival. I'm not doing that. Those sucked when when we were young. I know. (laughs) If they come on their own and have, like, one opening act and it's, like... A hundred something? Yeah. It's a tally ho. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's that's not going to happen. Where would they play? Probably Barryweather or, or Jiffy Lube. Yeah, yeah, yeah like it would definitely thing, be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it would be. Uh, what's, where did you guys see Maiden last? No, Capital uh, One. Capital, Capital One. I wouldn't be surprised if it would be Capital One. Yeah. And this I tour. Know. I think this tour is. I think so. This tour. It's it's. Let's face it. It's Pantera. Place. As much as you say it shouldn't be Pantera, whatever. If it they is, played Fillmore, I'd be there. Like if I they played Fillmore in Silver Spring, I'd, I'd be there. Uh, I think they can do I, a I, hockey arena. I think those I are think too big. I think this is going to guarantee like a bigger venue than than maybe well, maybe in New York they could fill a big arena. I would I be surprised think. if it ends up at Anthem in DC. That'd be cool. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I have no frame of reference. I've never been. That's I've never been venue. either. But it's I, a good venue. Right? Yeah. Anyway, we should grade this. So. Yeah. Oh, well, hmm, gee, I wonder what. <laughs> I think we already did, but. <laughs> How many pluses? A plus yeah. across the board. Yeah. Uh, a, this a is plus. A plus, 100%. Like, you know, yeah. A plus could even be, you know, you could say, oh, 97.8% is no. an A plus technically. This no, this is 100%. 100%. A plus, no matter what. This yeah. flat out, like, let's, I'm the punk on the metal show. This is an album that every motherfucker should own. Yeah, you like. I don't give a shit if all you listen to is jazz. You should go out buy this album, <laughs> and it should be in your collection. <laughs> this is that significant, you know. To me, the greatest album ever composed is Miles Davis' "Kind of Blue." Flat out, this is like right up there with Miles Davis's "Kind of Blue." Like, no bullshit. This is an incredible fucking album from the first goddamn beat to the, the, the end of hollow and i mean it it starts incredible it ends incredible there's you know there, there's just nothing to complain about here it is yeah. just an album that kicks your fucking ass 
start to finish, doesn't end, and just it, it just it's enjoyable ass kicking. Yeah, I love getting is. my ass kicked to this goddamn album. <laughs> yeah, if I was gonna get my ass kicked, it would, I would want it to be to this. <laughs> I haven't watched the new one yet. I haven't watched the new one yet. Is that out yet? Yeah, it's out. Yeah, it came out. What's it on? Uh, uh, HBO. HBO Max. Okay. I heard yeah. it's good. I've it's Nobody knows good. anymore what anything's on. I oh, like, I know. Oh, yeah. I, just asked, I asked the Roku remote to find stuff now. I just speak yes. into it. See there is one thing, though, like, Eric, if you could uh, find it on YouTube or something, uh, there's a, what's that damn show called? Beavis and Butthead clip about Pantera. Oh, yeah. Is that a tear, Pantera? Is Daddy's yeah, little yeah. girl crying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> going to kick your ass into dinner until next Tuesday. <laughs> Yeah, for Pantera, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, what's going on here? <laughs> Don't worry about it, it's a rocket. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Come on, yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy. Does this Pantera guy ever relax? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> this guy's dad must have kicked his ass when he was a kid. Yeah, really. He was like, damn it, Pantera, this beer is warm. Get me another one. Yeah. He was like, you treat your stepmother with respect, Pantera. Or you'll be sleeping in the street. <laughs> yeah. He's like... Damn it, Pantera! I told you to get out there and mow that lawn! <laughs> oh, what's this? Is that a tear, Pantera? Oh, is Daddy's little girl upset? I'm gonna kick your ass in the next Tuesday! Now get out of here! And quit acting like a damn little girl! <laughs> Settle down, Beavis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. Ooh. <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> is that from the old show or the new ones? Old show. That's old. Oh, yeah, that is flat out from 92. <laughs> What's funny is he didn't have a very good relationship with his stepdad, so they no. were not far oh, off. Yeah. <laughs> really? Wow. Have you heard the song Shocking. 25 years? Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I thought he was just, uh, I thought just his uh, natural demeanor was to be an angry person. <laughs> yeah, right. I didn't think there was any emotional trauma in his upbringing at all. No, it couldn't possibly be. Yeah, I still think it's hilarious that Eddie Trunk, I believe, uh, voted him most intelligent guy in rock and roll. What? Phil? Phil? What? Yeah. It, it, was, it was something, you know, some award thing they were doing on That Metal Show, you know, years upon years ago when That Metal Show was still being aired. Wow. But okay. it was like, yeah, the smartest like guy he, in rock and roll was Phil Anselmo. No. He must have been. You know. He must, there must have been something in it for Eddie. Yeah, really. Yeah. He can talk about himself in some way or another afterwards. Yeah, like he, he would be allowed into some party or something if he yeah. said something nice about Phil. God. I, di- I didn't grade it officially. Neither did I, actually. Well. Or did I? 
It's an A plus. We said at the beginning, A plus. Yeah, <laughs> it's an A plus. It's uh, Pantera's best album and one of the best albums ever. Yeah, it is their obviously. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. It is their best album. I mean, does everyone yeah. agree that? Yeah. No, this, this is their best album. Hey, I mean, <laughs> yeah, they they have other good albums, but Jesus oh, yeah. Christ, I mean, I, I'm like thinking about this. Like, I'm not sure. You know, all right, you know, Master is. Like maybe better than this. I mean, that's the whole thing. This is like one of the best albums in the this entire is. fucking genre, let alone yeah. rock and roll. You know, I mean, yeah. this is just like it's like you know, false in prison blues. Like live at false in prison is like fucking one of the best live albums there is, and that's like right with this. You know, how about metal albums from the night, like in the nineties? This is um... yeah. I mean, what else could touch this? This yeah. is probably the best. Yeah, yeah it's the yeah. best. It's the best. Both. I used yeah. to, I used to think this was like, and maybe I guess I still do. I don't know. I, I maybe I don't think about this stuff, but um, anymore. Like this was, how did I used to frame it? Like the most, like if if you were a teenage boy, you needed to like this should be required listening, <laughs> <laughs> just to help you get through some shit in your life. Like Henry Rollins's old uh, albums, you have to hum- like you can hump. Like, yeah. that you just fucking hang on to like this is probably the top metal like for, for me obviously like, yeah hump no, this I, album buy yeah. it and hump it yeah like if you had to keep five albums you know, throw everything else What's away that? yeah what is, is that stupid game you know, the, the desert island album the desert island yeah yeah you're keeping this one yeah it's you need to <laughs> you have yeah. to well then <laughs> all right all right. Good yeah. times. That's probably good. the most positive and fully agreed upon album we've ever reviewed. Oh, I you mean, say? give me a break. But I mean, this is the, the, this. I mean, what other album is as good as this? You know that we're ever going to talk about. I mean, and we talked about Justice. I think we all. I mean, that, sh- right? sure. I mean, yes. Justice is incredible. Mm-hmm. Matt, you know, Master is incredible. We about it. You know, and I mean, I would say this. You know, but you can hear the bass guitar on this album. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's true yes, I mean there are very few that that come close to this fucking album yeah, yeah I mean I think we were all we, we all loved uh, there was a Soundgarden album we talked about I think it was um, Bad Motorfinger Bad Motorfinger we all gave that high grade Dirt by Alison James we all loved that so. yeah. I think this one it just feels more Angel Dust yeah. absolutely like, like let's face it, those credible albums fucking yes straight A's across the board this one you know, plus 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 plus. This this is think, an absolute must own. Anybody who doesn't yeah. own this goddamn thing should go out today, buy it. Yeah, I think we're all all of us are more like emotionally attached to this album than those other ones too. Like it yeah. means more to all of us than it does those oh, other. Oh yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like it was more influential on us, and it was yeah. more like meaningful to us than those other albums. I mean, so in 1992. You know, I was, you know, a sophomore and then a junior in high school. And yes, it was. Yeah. 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 This was our soundtrack, basically, in high school. Mm. I mean, yeah. So. Not all of us, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. three, 75% it's, of it's us. It's someone a little older than, than, than the other three. This would be a soundtrack to Pizza Hut, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, when we were talking about fucking Hostel, there's that part where it's like, to see, to bleed. It always reminds me of the Instinct Home video where I say, that's like giant. Because that's playing in the background. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're in your GTO or whatever. GTI. Yeah. GTI, whatever. Yeah, Volkswagen. Yeah. It's three yeah. letters. Definitely not a GTO. Very different car. No. Yeah. 
All right. Yeah, that one's from that one's from German. <laughs> the other one is from uh, somewhere in America. Detroit. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. Are we done? Are we good? No, well, I think we are. I mean, hey guys, any I mean, that's cool shit yeah. that we're doing these days. Besides seeing ballet and, and listening to Tchaikovsky. <laughs> I mean, for me, like my my wife and my kids are huge Halloween motherfuckers. Well, I shouldn't say that word for guarding my family. <laughs> One way or another, uh, you know, I wanted to get uh, the soundtrack to um, Nightmare Before Christmas. And, oh, I uh, I started started shopping around for it. And it turns out, like, you know, I hop onto Discogs and it's like 50 bucks to get the goddamn thing. It's like, Ugh. and then Jesus I Christ. notice a picture where it says exclusive Walmart. And I'm like, fuck. So it's like, do I buy something from Walmart? And I hop on. I've got exactly. I've got that exact thing. Did you get it from Walmart? Did you no. post this on? Did somebody post it? I, I swear, I just saw this album. Well, I guess it, yeah. no. It's, I don't think so. I think good. I got this used at like a bookstore. Okay, I think it was at uh, like maybe I uh, saw it at Walmart. Maybe that's or what something. Yeah. I you know hop on there and grab that, and I'm like, fuck, I got it. You know, because it was twenty seven bucks or twenty eight bucks. You know, yeah, this, um, was, this was twenty nine. I haven't even opened this yet. <laughs> Well, one way or another, I have a like, shitload I've never opened. I throw it in my cart, I go to buy, and it's just like, oh, if you seven more dollars, you'll get free shipping. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll, I'll try and find something. Turns out Walmart has got a God, butt I plugs. Mean, they, no, well, <laughs> they, they've got uh, like fucking the the DRIs, DRIs, violent pacification, uh, like original, like single. I found this motherfucker, Eddie, in the subtitles. This is a on Walmart site. On, <laughs> I bought this motherfucker from Walmart. It, it, it's I, think, like, I think it's I like just don't understand. private sellers who are selling through Walmart. I think uh, whatever the fuck it is, I got yeah. Eddie in the subtitles. Like I had never even heard of this band until I bought um, what is it? Uh, Bloodstains across California. The Bloodstains uh, for any of you guys that are into punk, you know, Bloodstains across is kind of a comp series that's done by like you know. Uh, two famous people or something one way or another it, that comp just blew my fucking mind like you know i i only knew one band on the comp and it is incredible the very first song on that is you know uh, american society on this album and so i went and bought this at walmart and god damn it as a punk album this thing is so bass heavy it's like the bass <laughs> is driving the bass is driving the rhythm in in the entire fucking thing. Like guitar is just kind of like accenting stuff, and it is I've fucking fallen in love with the goddamn thing. So that is Eddie in the subtitles. Album is called uh, you know Fuck You Eddie, and it is Fuck You Eddie, Fuck You Eddie, Fuck You Fuck You Eddie, Fuck You Eddie. I think half. <laughs> Any of you guys that are into punk that are listening to this, definitely check this this, this band out. They didn't last very long. Um, oh, they're not. Drugs. This is not new. Oh no, this, these guys were from early '80s. They were kind of doing shit like uh, with Black Flag. They were huge for like a month and a half. And well, okay. you know, let's face it. I wonder if they uh, got their name of that album from the Eddie Murphy thing. Maybe. Uh, Fuck you, Eddie. Fuck you, Eddie. I, I don't think so. Eddie Eddie is the lead singer. It's. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> fuck you! You're the fuck you man, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, here it's the album. All right. 
I'll add it to my. I want was it taken for me. Digital collection. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This these guys were around like in eighty eighty one. That didn't happen until like eighty six. Yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, definitely right. not from that. What have you guys been listening to or watching or? Look what I got. Oh, wow. nice. Um, have you heard of the store Ollie's? It's a discount store. Yeah. Yes. There's one near in, near Winchester. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I got this. Wow. Really? Hmm. I found. Uh, yeah. They, there's. They have a lot of books there. They do. Um, yeah. But this yeah. is. Uh, I forget how much it costs. But um, I'd gone to Ollie's years ago, and I thought it sucked. And then yeah. I went back recently, and I was like, this fucking place is it's like a grown-up toy store now. Yeah. Um, it's like Five Below. If Five Below didn't suck, pretty much. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they had a, a shitload of these. They had an ACDC one. Um, Rush, if you're into that thing. Um, <laughs> that thing. But they're all by Martin Popoff, I believe. But you know, I got it, and it, the font is obviously a little bit... Um, yeah. I don't know if that's a copyright yeah. thing that they did or what. Probably, yeah. But... Um, I was like, well, this is, it was probably like six bucks or something, right? Um, but then I, I opened it up, and it's like it's, it's full of cool photos of the bands, huh. um, and they have interviews with actual real famous people. Well, I, th- famous for metal, like they've got um, Marty Friedman's on a bunch of these. Um, yeah. Bobby Ellsworth is, is quoted in a lot of this stuff, so it's like a legit. It's a it's a deep dive. The the guy, the Martin Popoff, even um, I said his name right. Yeah, he um, he he goes into his history as as a teenager buying these albums. Like he remembers how much he paid for them and shit. So oh, it's, wow. it's like a real somebody who really loves the band is doing these. Yeah. Um, and he's critical about certain things too. I haven't gotten too deep into it, but it's it's pretty cool. I need to go back to Ollie's. I'll, I'll just. If they have them left, I'll just grab you guys a copy. Okay. <laughs> I think you'll like it. That's what. Have, a, yeah. That's my cool thing for the for the. I haven't been to Ollie's and. And I'm a member of the uh, Ollie's army, by the way. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I somehow signed up, and I was already a general right away. Wow, how about that? It's, it's almost like it doesn't mean anything when that yeah. happens. But yeah. Funny that. Are you a one star or two star? Should I salute you? I don't know. I haven't <laughs> checked. <laughs> There it is. Next. It's okay if you don't have anything to. I got. I mean, you know, I got some stuff. I have things. Motivates me to do things. So, so <laughs> well, I have nothing to talk about. Uh, I'm finally working on my Mustang. That's not very exciting to people, I don't think. But it is happening. It's good. <laughs> yeah. We moved on from your testicles. Yeah. <laughs> they seem all right. They're doing all right. Cool. So... Be able to turn wrenches and put still working sh- on cars so they didn't fuck it up too bad. Yeah, yeah. put uh, rear shocks on it and short shifter, you know, shifter that whole thing <laughs> because it's a manual. Is it a five yeah, or exactly. six speed? It's five speed, yeah. And race car spelled backwards is race car. <laughs> it's a palindrome. <laughs> You'd think a palindrome would be a palindrome, but it's not. It's not. Taco cat spelled backwards is taco cat. Did you know? Wow, that? I didn't know that. <laughs> That's not a word, though. <laughs> well, it is. Two words. That's a, that's a made-up word. <laughs> well, I might as well stick with my theme, TV shows. We binged this show, I think it's on Netflix, called Inside Man. It's only four oh, wow. episodes, so you, we binged it in the night. It's oh, wow. uh, David Tennant's in it. Um, yeah, and... Uh, who? Uh, who? God, Stanley we Tucci. We love David Tennant. 
Yeah, Stanley Tucci's and Stanley Tucci's awesome in it, and so is David. Steve. David Tennant was played the tenth Doctor, Doctor Who. He was yeah. also in. Uh, oh, that guy's awesome. Yeah, he was in the vil- he was the villain in uh, Jessica Jones, the first yeah. season. I didn't know that one either. Mm. He no. was also He's- in. Uh, oh God, what's it? It was a BBC series where he plays a cop. Bridger, mm-hmm. not not Bridgerton, uh, Broadwater uh, or something like that. Broad- Broad- Broadchurch, Broadchurch, Broad- Broad- Mela. Yeah, That's the Mela show. Mela, Mela, yeah. Mella. He's Scottish, so he's got that Scottish accent. Anyway, Inside Man's really great, good. Great it's about show. a. Uh, it's the most it's difficult of, of all the English accents to understand. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's it's kind of two stories in one almost. This Inside Man, because Stanley Tucci's in prison and he's uh, he's on death row, but he's like he's got this amazing mind where he's able to. He's almost like a detective in the prison. So, uh, like all police officers come to him to help solve crimes, and um, meanwhile. David Tennant plays this, uh, he's like a priest, uh, but what do they call priests in English? What is he called? He keeps, he always refers to himself. I'm the fucking vicar. I'm a vicar. I'm the fucking Hello. vicar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but he gets involved. I don't want to spoil anything, but he gets involved in a issue. Priests. Yeah. Priests with little boys. Well, it's not. Yeah. Oh, it, just watch it. Cause it's, it's, it's complicated, it, it, but yeah, there are, there's like child porn involved, but it's you know okay. it's not <laughs> anyway it's very good it's a very good show what's um, it called again inside man it's on netflix the last two episodes are fu- i had to finish it last- i was up till one thirty last night because i was like <laughs> well i'm not gonna stop now oh, wow. like, it's one of those things where you're like ah oh, fuck and it's so tense and like the last two you're like fuck what's gonna happen so you have to keep watching so are these really long no episodes no. only four Out- yeah it's like four. a movie yeah, oh it's yeah. from the sherlock creator no wonder it's fucking good yeah, oh. I heard the Sherlock. Yeah, okay, but it's very good. And of course, Andor is still very good. The oh, last yeah, two yeah. episodes of Andor have been fantastic. Yeah, um, so good. I guess by the time this airs, it may have been maybe over. But yeah, well, yeah, probably so. Um, but yeah, that's been really good. You said you finished Interview with a Vampire, right? I, I haven't. We're, we're oh yeah, not caught up on that. But. God, that and it was short too. It was only eight episodes, I think, for the entire season this season. But great ending great finale for the season one Fuck, what's that one on hbo no that's, that's amc amc jesus but so i think if you have you... hulu now i think you can watch it hulu. I, yeah Man, i this think it's confusing yeah i think i don't know you might have to have hulu live though tv's gotten complicated yes <laughs> we had six fucking channels when we were kids I know. <laughs> Just get well, Roku and talk to your remote and see what you have. Turn to old man corner and I don't have six channels when I was. <laughs> I don't have a remote. Hulu, well, Roku. I mean, get Roku's like twenty five dollars now. But I don't have anything to hook it up to. I, I just watch it on my iPad or my computer. Oh, okay. oh. yeah. God damn it! What's the show called again? Inside Man. No, the other one. Oh. Uh, oh, interview with a vampire. Interview with a vampire. Jesus. Yeah. I struggle so bad. <laughs> yeah, that's really. I don't see good. it. No, not on Hulu. Uh, no. no. Uh, Matthew, AMC Plus. <laughs> oh, another ten dollars. Trade with somebody. Whoop! I can't see that on the TV. It's only um, it's only eight episodes. So if you get AMC Plus, you could probably binge it in, in like a week, and then just get rid of AMC Plus. Do like a free trial of AMC Plus, and then cancel. We started watching um, Welcome to Wrexham also, which is about Ryan Reynolds and. Rob McElhenney, uh buying that uh, team in, mm-hmm. in, in Wales, the, mm-hmm. the soccer team, football team. It's good. Cool. It's it's, uh, it's not you know obviously Ted Lasso is fictional, so it's not uh, it's not quite like Ted Lasso, but there are some 
parallels there with Ted Lasso and some of the like American versus uh, UK things. So, but that's good. That's good. I think that's what cool. we got. That's all I got going on. TV, TV, work, work. Yeah. Well, what, what channel is that on? That is on. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I think that's Hulu. That's Hulu. That's Hulu for sure. That's a, that's a Hulu original. So you should be able to get that if you have Hulu. Okay. I just started watching MASH. Oh, the wow. the television was, show? I've always meant to watch this show, and here it is. And yeah, I've the never, television never show. Never watched it. That was always the show that was on, like, when you hear that theme song, you're like, oh, I'm up too late. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my, parents, my parents would watch it, and it's time to get to bed. It's one of my favorite, uh, you know, television theme songs, though. It is great. And the show's pretty, it's actually pretty good. I didn't understand a lot of it as a kid. But Laugh yeah. tracks and all? Oh, that part's stupid, but like I understand kind of the ranking system now and how that makes it a little funnier when Captain Pierce is talking shit to one of the majors, the generals. <laughs> cool. There's a lot of new TV stuff coming out too that like the, the, the latest episode or latest season of uh, uh, The Crown started. I haven't started that yet. I want to start I that. I haven't watched any of those. That doesn't look interesting to me. I mean, I'm not a big royal family person but I think it's interesting. I thought it was good. Uh, uh, the last two seasons have been really good, actually. So Yellowstone is back. I never started that one. Either. Me good. neither. I can't because it's my good. dogs freak out every time there's a horse on TV. Yeah, 1883 <laughs> is good too. Oh, there's a new series, and I haven't I haven't started watching it yet, but I, I can't wait to start watching it. It's called 1899. It's from the creators of Dark. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't watched Dark, one of my favorite series of all time. That's fucking. I didn't know what that is. No. Dark is on Netflix. It's only three seasons. It's in German, but... Oh, yeah. Fucking... I mean, there's probably subtitles, I remember that. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's subtitles, but yeah. Don't watch the overdub. That's terrible. But the uh, the, the subtitle one's really good. And the, the story's amazing. So I'm really looking forward to 1899. I can't wait to start that. I'm probably going to wait. My um, Ethan's coming home for Thanksgiving, so we'll probably start it when he's here. So. What's that show about Norway being invaded by Russia? It's like a white glove invasion. Does that ring a bell for you guys? Mm, no. Fuck. Mm. That was really good, too. And I think there's a new season. No, there's so much TV now. It's crazy. It's too much. I know. Six I channels. Let's go back. <laughs> yeah, there's another thing on Netflix. I think it's, uh, what is it called? Like Cabinets of Curiosity or something. It's uh, um, uh, the, uh, what's his name? Del Toro, what's his name? Guillermo Del Toro. Oh. Okay. He, he has some weird shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This looks weird as shit. It's a series on Netflix. And so I'm, I want to watch that too. There's such too much fucking TV. Occupied. That's the name of it. Hmm. It's really good. Well, uh, what we talked about last time, you know, Joe, I mentioned that I was watching that, that documentary. Uh, making uh, a making murder. murder. Yes. Making, yeah. Yes. Uh, turns out I was completely wrong. I thought I was like on the last episode. I still had like three more episodes before right. the ending of the first season. And, you know, started looking into shit after that. And, you, you know, like, you were right. Let's face it. These, the, the, like, the documentary really doesn't get into the fact that, you know, let's face it. This woman, you know, her bones were, you know, found on the guy's property. I mean, it, <laughs> as, as much as, like, you know, sure, the cops did fuck shit up and they did not do a great job in way of, you know, what they were supposed to do. It's like, you know... 
who the fuck do you think murdered this person? Considering her bones were found, <laughs> like, you know, burned on this guy's property. The last time she was ever seen alive was going to his, you know, car lot. And it's like, yeah, yeah, this guy probably did it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, that was, it was a big controversy when it came out. Yeah. I feel like it was a big, I don't but I guess it, whatever is in your world feels like a big thing at the time, I guess. It's, we, we watched it when I was at the fire department. We were all... We all got into it at the same time, and then we all were like, those motherfuckers, those fucking <laughs> directors or whatever you call them. So, so yeah, I, I probably should watch some new shit because I've been watching Seinfeld and uh, MASH. <laughs> so maybe I need to stop re-watching stuff and watching old stuff. Uh, Occupied, though, is the show that um, it's a, it's pretty interesting. It's about Russia basically doing a political takeover coup of Norway through clandestine and some military operations. All right. All right. Well, for uh, for Keith and Joe and Tim, this is Eric saying. Thank you. Good fucking night. Oh. Sorry for the cursing. I tend to curse. I say stupid things. Energy. Energy. Aggression. Power. To sum it up, it's a vulgar display of power. Sometimes I think you break just a little too much, flies. I'm sorry, I'm going to be a bloodaholic anonymous. Cutting it up big time. They are miserable slaves of Satan. Some cunts are killed in this. Cut yourself off. You have to be in the presence of evil. You're 